Blog Talk Radio. Back on live, y'all know the vibes, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy Three and Watch. Watch, what's good, my G? Uh, what's good, my G? You know the vibes, man. Super Bowl Sunday, man. Who you got, man? Before we start, who do you have winning in tonight's game, man? Let's get it. I have a record right now. I have uh, auto biracial guy Patrick Mahomes winning. <laughs> biracial guy. You're not, you're not going for the OG Thomas Brady. The fact that Tom Brady is 43 in the Super Bowl is a miracle in itself. It's a but miracle. Shit, but shit, you would like salute that, though, because we're in that age bracket. Listen, Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl in 2001. 20 years later, he's in the Super Bowl again, and he could mm-hmm. potentially win it. Um, I believe if Tom Brady wins this, he's going to go down as the great – he's going to go down – as great as Michael Jordan, if not greater. Now, any concerns if that if he wins this one, any concerns that Andy Reid's son was in a car accident? Could that mess the team's psyche up? Can guys' mind not be on the game and be focused on Andy Reid's little man that got into a um, car crash? Uh, they're human beings. That is something that they know. So we don't know if there's going to be a, a lingering effect. Right. On what what happened, but I believe they want to win this. I don't think there's going to be any excuses. I believe the mulatto biracial quarterback is going to do his thing. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, man. Conway the Machine just dropped the project, the second project he has with um Big Ghost. I don't know. You and I did not uh, review. The first Conway and Big Ghost project that was last year, we didn't review that, um, but we know about it though. We heard it and everything. Um, but now he's back with his second project with him and Big Ghost. Um, if it bleeds, it can be killed. Now, watching you and I were very big on Conway's last album, Forever King, last year. We both had we both had had that album in high praises on our list for 2020. We also know that he's going to drop his last project, I believe, on the Shady um, Project. So this is what an appetizer, so to speak. He's just giving us something until he drops the project. Are you big on guys giving us something before they release their album, sir? Yeah, I am. I'm just a fan of hip-hop. So if I have a favorite artist who's putting out music and I like listening to him, then I'm happy for it. Okay. Now let's get into this, man. Um Obviously, he had the commencement intro, uh, but let's get into the second song here, the Jay Batter song. Um, I like the smooth, wavy beat. Um, Conway said, nigga, I can't get you whacked for five. Shoot a run down and clap your side of your facial. Don't bat an eye when I crack the lion. God strike me, sold eight plane with snow. Wait, wait, eight plane with snow. God, like I'm um, Alan I, Eric Snow, of course, um, Alan I. 
Um, he said, no rappers fly except the guy with the one-patch eye. And, of course, you and I know that Slick Rick. Uh, talk to me, man, about the first song, Jay. Let me ask you something. Do you do you believe those are dated bars when you hear A.I. Eric Snow references? <sighs> All right, you want to go there? Or you, talking, you, you really want to talk to that No, guy? because I'm oh, just you, acting. Like, like of, course me, of, of course me and you know exactly what he's talking about. But right. um, let's be real. 20 years ago, A.I. and Eric Snow was playing against Kobe and Shaq in the yes. NBA yes, Finals. finals. Yes. So I'm just like... Are these up like do okay. these bars sound fresh to you but when you hear well, them? But when you say snow and then you throw the AI in there, I guess it, it could be dated. But if you're gonna throw snow in there, AI, snow double entendre, snow, you know, snow coke, you know what I'm saying? So like drug reference, but what's he using it? Is that how you he was using it? Yeah, because he goes, um, no rappers fly. What's he said? Um, when I cracked the lion, God strike me, sold eight. Playing with the snow, God, playing with the snow, true God, I'm Allen I. Okay. All right. So I'll take it in, I will take it in context. All right. Okay. Now, now let me just say this. Let me just okay. say this. You, uh, you've been listening to him for years, basically since, uh, I would say, would you say since Hitler wears Hermes 4 with, um, with the cow? Was that one okay. of your first uh, projects you got from him? Um, do you feel that he set such a high level of lyricism with his verse on the cow that it's like it's a gift and a curse because we know he's given us these just phenomenal, powerful, introspective, pain street verses, and you just and we hold them to that level that we want to constantly hear that level of rawness, grittiness, introspection, lyricism. He gives us gives us all that. Now if you notice currently also lately been throwing in a lot of clothes references in, in, in the lyrics and everything like that. But let's see how to talk stuff like that. My shooter this, my young boy, that's where he goes, you know, throw in some basketball reference in in between the bars. So it's like we appreciate that, but I think for you and I especially because we pay attention to bars over here and lyrics that we reviewed every Conway project. So to me and you, we're listening to what he's saying, and it's like, are you saying it's? I don't want to use the word repetitive, right? I'm not going to use that word, but is it more like when you said the cow for a second ago? I, I got to say the cow is very introspective. So. Do we like more introspective Conway compared to when he's telling us that he's nicer than niggas or when he's saying he got a shooter that could do this and a shooter that could do that? I love Conway. We're talking, we're talking, talk. Well, but listen, I mean, we talked about the cow verse, right? But then his verse he spit when he was freestyling uh, with Static Selector. Mm-hmm. The, 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 like, so I just like when Conway gets busy. So to me, with Conway, it's the the level of enthusiasm he has with a verse, and if he wants to get busy or not, and if the beat is matches his lyricism. No, so that was just me just picking. So, gang, go to the next one. Um, next song, Way We Move, featuring Shots. Um, Brick Soft Talk, uh, Baggy 1212 Talk. Um, whoever Shots is, um, didn't really like sun too much on the hook at all. Watch. Um, but to be honest here, this not a, my, my, this not a playlist song for me. This, this, this did not make my playlist. 
Uh, agreed. This is not a playlist song for me, but remember, it still has to marinate for me because uh, it just came out. So, all right. Uh, next song we have uh, Kill All Rats featuring Ransom and Rome Streets. Um, one of my favorite songs on this project by far. Now, this did make the playlist. Um, talking about setting off a verse, Ransom. And I'm going to be honest here with you, Watts. I'm going here with it. We've been clamoring, me and you, and the Twitter streets. We would like to hear Rand, Con, Rand, Ben, or Benny, the Butcher, on some joints together. Ransom, who does pay attention to everything that's hip-hop related, I believe him and RJ Payne are cut from this clause, and I'm going to go ahead for a second with it, Watts. Walk with me right quick in my chic, loose voice, my twin. I really believe that Ransom couldn't wait to get on a track with one of the Griselda guys and let them niggas know, Sam, I get busy, busy. So I believe when Conway reached out to Ransom and said, I need a verse, I'm not saying Rand sat there with his, with his sweating bullets, not at all, Watts, but Rand knew, because Rand is very consistent, first of all, but Rand knew I'm going to deliver. I'm going to, you know, niggas are going to talk about my verse, first off, right? Um, my truth don't come to the light. I write with the soul of darkness. Throw your carcass back in the alley, right by the golden arches. That back to the long nose, like loss of Pippin. Dogs. And then Rome Streets, man. Sam, you know, I rock the Rome Streets hard body. Took an oath that I was slashed to throw up any Danny Hernandez. High to Cassie 6 9. Dick riding rappers outside of with your baby moms. Have a test in our Molly batches and a lacy dog. We raw Paul, Paul. We said we, we raw Paul. Pop P was so ace to John. Like, Rome Streets is fire. Love Rome Streets, man. Um, Conway's verse, I like Conway's wordplay. And the flow was cool. Um, water was too hot. Make that mayo jar in the pot break. Effed up a quarter brick, man. That shit had my had me irate. Big ghost effort, sample of noise. What's that, my pot make? 25K for a feature. Nigga, that's my rate. Yeah, 25 for a feature, Lord have mercy. Um, not going to say this gave me the bland, bland feel, but it gave me a little bland, bland. Not 100% bland, bland, but it gave me a bland, bland watch. Love this song. This is bland, bland, a, a, a different version of bland, bland. Okay. But uh, let me just say this. Ransom has already made it very clear. Um, I had the best song on the last Griselda project, the soundtrack put out by West Side Gun, Pride. Then he said, I'm going to get on a song with Conway now. So basically, Rand said, if you like Griselda or you act like you're a Griselda fan and you get all this stuff and you don't know who I am, now you know who I am. When I was looking at YouTube comments and the whole album was up, I mean, people were people were acting shocked at Rand's verse, like they just—I don't know what people have been hiding or they just, you know, whatever. But I'm just gonna say, man, 
He's motivated when he gets on songs with Griselda. And let me just say this to the Griselda boys. Hey, guess what? When y'all do songs with hmm, Rick Ross, uh, Big Sean thing, y'all can give them regular verses because it's really not going to matter because the verses are going to be judged differently, right? But when you get with the spitters, the dudes who really want to rap, rap, the dudes who want to come outside and rap, it's going to be a whole different kind of energy. So, you know, your 16 got to be fire, fire, or you can end up getting lapped. Yep. Yo, Conway, you spent a dope verse, but what Rome Streets and, and, and Ransom got you out the paint on this song. Yes, and I'm not a dip to you, but that got you out the paint. Yes, Rance set it off, and it's like, yo, Rance, Rance set this shit off so high level that you needed a blam, blam verse to make it blam, blam. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, okay, let's talk about the production. I thought the, I thought the production was fire on this joint, too. The beat is fire. The beat is fire. I was like, it gave me a bland bland feel. It gave me a, a, a little bland bland feel. You dig what I'm saying? Like, this is, can I say this is one of the best posse cuts so far in 20, 2021? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is hard. This is hard. I ain't going to fight. It's a hard song, man. Love this song a lot, man. But I, I do agree that, yo, you know, I know Griselda, you know, to y'all, y'all might get a Rick Ross verse, and that might mean the world to y'all, and that's cool, a Wayne verse, and that might mean the world to y'all because of the artists who they are and the popularity. But if we move popularity to the side, if we take the jewels to the side, we take the the big house to the side, the cars in the driveway to the side, and just focus on the bars, watch, we ain't going to give you a five-mic verse way before Ross would. That's just a fact. And well, he did. He did. Right. Yeah, well, let me just say this. Hey, guys. I'm saying to the Griselda boys, because y'all are now in the lane where y'all are going to get A-list features. Them A-list features, y'all getting they Like, listen, man, y'all not going to get better verses than Pride, and you're not going to get the better verse than Rand just gave you. Sorry, what's the verse that he grab. gives you? My nigga, yeah. Ransom, Grab, RJ, Home Streets, them niggas going to give you verses. Uh, They're going to give you a verse, a fire verse. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Um, so we're both in agreement that this song is fire, right? Oh, it's my favorite song on the album, man. It's more fact. than fire. It's my favorite song on the album. Totally agree with that. Um, next song, Watch Toast. Um, this is like a laid-back type of feel. The joint is okay. Um, Conway says, the hardest nigga out since the whoever. Ah. <sighs> Are you are you are you agreeing with that? The hardest thing. Let me just say this. I really appreciated that because <laughs> I like you no know, because you know, you know, I the womb means so much to me. And of and, and one thing I know about Griselda is they love the woo. I remember Westside yes. Gun when he was being interviewed by Peter Rosenberg, and he was like, "Who you listen to?" He was just like, "Woo, woo, woo." We just shake his head, "Woo, all day, woo." So these dudes, so I know they understand what it is. It's why. Let's be real. It's why they connect with me so much. Why I resonate with them because yes. they do give us that woo feel. Let's keep it real. Yeah, woo more feel. They do. I mean, come let's on. be real. Damager. I said numerous times. Obviously, Damager is not doing no beats on here. Let's let's give Big Ghost his respect due. But we've also said Damage's beats have given you the RZA type feel. Oh, so, so, so wait, let me just say this, man. Let me just say this. Let me just say this because I've been doing the knowledge, man. I love Big Ghost LT's production. 
Like, it, 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 it resonates with me strongly. He's been working with them. He's not new to them. No. He, he, we should have been talking about him because he's been down with them, making music with them. You know what I'm so saying? So are we, are we saying we put in Big Ghost there with the P.A. Yes, 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 and yes. the Cravens? Yes, I am. I'm saying that. Okay. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm speaking for me. I'm saying that, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, if there's a booth near him, I'm in that bit spitting true serum. Um, we got two versions from Conway. Um, Conway plugging his DreamWork um, label, Hard Body on his project. Um, he had a miseducation line, and I knew exactly when he had the miseducation line. I knew a Lauren Hill reference was not far behind Watts. Um, but talk to you, man. Toast, man. So you think you could predict his bars? I just know when I have miseducation, you go in there, I think Lauren Hill's coming next. Just gonna have to come Con- Conway was Conway was flexing on here, like you said, he was giving us a preview of his new endeavors that's happening. You know, anytime yes. you make references to uh, an era of hip hop that means so much to me, the '90s, Woo, Lauren Hill, it resonates with me. So, um, I enjoyed this song. Okay. Um, next, Dre, my guy. Losses for blessings. Like I said, Conway is talking about, you know, youngins doing this or doing that, or the shooters talk. Um, Conway was on the hook. Um, obviously showing love to Machine Gun, you know that already. Uh, the beat switched up a little bit at the two-minute mark. Um, Conway said, so when they tell me I ain't a top five, I get angered. I get no respect. Um... Con, I think when we're watching that, I've, I've, I've always, uh, I can't speak for the other dudes that, you know, that you, oh, you sometimes Con, when you, you talk about you don't get respect, who, who you say you don't get respect from? So wait a minute, let me just say this, Con, let, let me just say this, Con, so you know where, where it's coming from, from me, from my side, the PS boy side. Mm. I rate you higher in hip-hop since 2017, actually since 2016. Mm-hmm. I rate you higher as an MC than Cole, Big Sean, and Kendrick. Based on mm. what, based on your output of work, based on what you've done since you've been prolific, I rate you higher than guys like Wayne, Cole, Kendrick, Big Sean. I don't know if I can give you higher praise than that because those, those are the greatest rappers of the last decade for, the, for this generation. And I'm saying, to me, you've done better music than them. I like your music better than them. So when you're like, you're not top five, you're not top this, who do you want it from? What, what, yeah, where do you want that from? Love, I think he gets love from a lot of publications, whether it's, you know, the, 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 Button, the Button Podcast, us over here. Like, we've, we've, we've always showed, we've reviewed every Conway project. So, I mean, you know, Conway, you like to act like you've never been on the show before, but I see the head on there, Conway, that's cool. You dig what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Lost is the blessing, though. What do you think about this song, Watts? Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next song, Watts, highly praised. Thought this was a lot of things going on with this beat, Watts. I can't. Like, it was too much things going on with the beat, my guy. It was like a lot of symphony this. and um, It was just a lot of things going on with that beat. Um, Conway with the slow flow. Respectfully, I, I can never see Conway performing this song. The beat is too out there, and it's, I don't know, not one of my favorite songs on here. The song is okay. 
it's okay. It's all right to me. I got to be honest. All right. Uh, no, listen, I, I agree with you. I thought the beat was was. I thought the beat was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not dissing the beat. I'm just saying, right. I'm trying to figure out when you make a beat like this, how do you even rap to a beat like this? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, mm-hmm. when you're a producer and an MC, I think they're at the point where they have a relationship where, yo, this is the track I'm giving you. I can just rap over anything you give me, or do I have to like it? So I'd like to know how sometimes beats how the decision is made to rap over certain beats. And like you said, he slow floated, but it was a different kind of slow flow. So this song is not, I may have to give us some more spins to really get a true feel of it. Okay. Uh, next song, Sons, Kings, featuring Knowledge, the Pirate. Um, Conway said, I started a record label. I've been on some corporate shit, owned several properties, um, really getting on his boss talk, uh, flossy talk. Um, the knowledge the pirates who I am not familiar with. I'm not gonna sit there and act like I'm familiar with this brother. Um he did have incarcerated Scarface line that I can appreciate. It does take you back to the purple tape when you have that type of line in your music, sir. Um song that I was. Uh of course you know no one can rhyme. Nobody can rhyme anything to the PSA boys and make any New York City references <laughs> to hip hop without us expecting them. You yeah, can't do it. Out. You can't slide it in. You can't slip it in. You can't say it thinking, yeah, I just said some fly yeah. shit and niggas really got to know. No, 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 no. We know, and we know the minute you wrote it, we knew. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, once again, uh, Conway wants us to know that he's a. Uh, He's about to make things happen. He's about to have his own. He's a, he's a boss now. You know what I'm saying? So we know. Um, next song, Red Beans. Now, this beat is crazy. I was feeling this from the jump. This is my second favorite song on this project. This is definitely playlist material. Um, who I got to compete against. A bunch of little boys and auto-tuned singing comedians. Um, Goosey, Grindy Conway, uh, Big Ghost. I like this beat a lot, my guy. I'm not going to hold you, family. This beat is fire. Watch my second, like I said, my second favorite song on this project. I strongly agree. Strongly, this is my second favorite song. You know I like when rappers are not afraid to talk to the current industry Yes. They're not afraid to talk to what hip-hop is today. Listen, you're not hating if, you know, you're not someone who wants to do auto-tune rapping that appeals to teenagers. There's nothing wrong with saying that's not my kind of hip-hop because it doesn't have to be your kind of hip-hop. Hip-hop has been here long enough where there's a lane for everybody. So you don't got to be like, I love auto-tune Strange, dressed in strange rapping, little Uzi Vert putting a diamond in the middle of his forehead type of weirdness. You don't got to act like you love it because you don't want to alienate some kid in high school. So I like that he let him know, man. This ain't for me, man. You know what I'm saying? And listen, like I said, man, Big Ghost LT, I like his production. I did a deep dive. I was going to all his production stuff. Um, right. I like his production, B. Okay. Um, last song on the, on, the, on here, watch Forever Ago. Um, the song is okay. Um, first verse from Conway, sleeping with his girls, sleeping with his girl's sister, hitting Shorty from the back talk, Shorty texting him when they linking back up. Um, second verse about him being paranoid. 
um, start getting shot up, being depressed, being bipolar. Um, as long as I am, man. Yeah, so come on, you don't, you didn't feel. I, I, I actually like this one. I, you didn't get no introspection out of here, no storytelling. You didn't get a combination of introspection and storytelling in this song. Well, I feel like I've heard this from Colin before. Watch and the, the yeah. number one, number one, another, and the beat. I'm not a real fan of this beat too much. I don't like the beat too much. All right, but okay, but when you say you feel like you heard it before, I like the boss. I'm just saying I feel like I've heard this. I've heard Conway say he's been paranoid. You know, since Michelle, you know, you know, being depressed, bipolar. He's very like, he's drinking and stuff. I, you know, the bottle is best friend type ish. You know, he, he's so depressed. He's drinking the bottle. Like I've heard him say that. You're talking to both both of us here, not just me. Both of us who reviewed every lyric from Nook to Cranny. From this man from 2017 to now, bro. So it's like, I mean, if I tell you, watch, have you never heard Conway say about being paranoid before? You're going to say yes. You listen to every bar and everything he says, like I do. So here's what I'll say about that. Are we being, are we being, uh, is this, is this, are we being fair? Because remember, we didn't have no problem if, if, if Redman kept doing a, a different version of How to Roll a Blunt. Or if if EPMD kept doing Jane, who killed Jane, and they kept doing it every single album. I got a feel. I got a feel from them songs. Though. I didn't get a real. This song didn't really hit me in the gut. Okay, no, 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 okay, okay. So you're saying this song, this song didn't give you the cow verse? Baby. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh. Um, I, I, but I, I I heard storytelling introspection, so I think I I elevated it. Because I liked, I was like, oh yeah, he's 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 he's, he's giving us something. So I, I I don't know. I guess I judged you differently. Um, well, I'm going ahead with it, man. Um, I got this project at three and a half mics. Um, not a bad project. Can I really sit here on the show and compare this from a king to a god? Of course I can't. Because from a king to a god is on some neck ish level. Like that was my favorite album in 2020. Um. This album is okay. There's a lot of songs on here that did not make the playlist out of 10. Out of 10, I think there's two songs that stand out the most. Obviously, the Ransom and Rome Street Drink and the um, Red Beams song. I like a lot. of my favorite two songs that, I, that will be in rotation in 2021. But 10 songs, it's straight. You dig what I'm saying? Um, I know you're a big, like you said throughout the show now, you really like what Big Ghost did for Conway on this project. I thought he did all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. I got a three and a half, man. Okay, so I'm going to call this a warm-up appetizer that Conway threw out here to set us up for the Shady debut. That's that's all, that's all I'm looking at it. So I'm what definitely going to tell you what it means. I'm going to tell you what it means. I'm going to tell you. Put it this way, you know how how happy I would be if he had the ransom Rome Street and put that on his shady debut. That would mean yeah. a lot to me because that would yeah. mean that right. he's like, "Yo, I'm putting the best stuff out here," because you know I want the best work to be on your debut album. But let's see, like you know, he got the Ross collaboration and he got the big names that are gonna be on the shady debut. I guess I don't know, but I'm just saying. Uh, so I'm giving it. I'm I'm giving it three and a half like you did. Because here's why I have to give it three and a half. Because if I compare it to his last project, which was uh, the, the, the King, 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 King to a God, 
Yeah, yeah, then of course it's not as good as that for me personally because you know to no, other people it might even. be it might be amazing. And then no, let not, me no, let me let, no. let me and then let me talk in a twenty twenty one perspective. This is not as good as a beautiful pain by RJ Payne. We reviewed wow. RJ Payne, okay. a beautiful okay. three. Okay. And RJ Payne a beautiful three, it felt more to me because first of all RJ Payne was doing more I agree. rapping, rapping. I agree. And and introspection. And what's good about the Pain Project is we saw a different side of Pain, him talking about other stuff in that project. I think that's the thing that, you know, that I can't, we can't leave out. I'm just going to say this. Like, wow. You know I'm just going to say this. Pain was doing better rapping. That's what I'm like. I don't have to sugarcoat that. The I rapping agree. was better on Beautiful Pain 3. People can disagree with me. I'm just giving you no, my no, opinion. No, you, you mean ventilation. Ventilation 3. Ventilation. Yes. Yeah. So um, I agree with that. I agree with you on that. Do you think, do you think so, people say that's a reach? though? would you be? Would it shock you that people would agree with you on that? Do you think people would agree with you on that? I think pain? it would shock me because I think people are sleeping on pain. I think people are one hundred percent asleep at the wheel on RJ Payne. Completely asleep. Completely have no idea. I'm telling you that right now. I watch the hip-hop blog sites. I watch the hip-hop, all the hip-hop DXs, the XL sites, run by these 23-year-old, 24-year-old kids who think they're hip-hop heads, and they have no idea about R.J. Payne. You know what I'm saying? And he put out a, he put out a dope EP, and I'm telling you right now, so far in 2021, that... So, to me, it was it, it was better than this project, and that's no disrespect. Right, that's let, me. Let, let, let's go ahead then. Okay, so if we're both saying that Conway's project, right, is at three and a half mics, right, and I'm expecting, I don't know, is there a release date wise? I don't know. Maybe you know better than I do. If there's a full release date on the Shady project, now, what if Conway? We're back in this conversation. Conway didn't drop another project like Seven from King to a God. But see, here's the thing. How, how do we judge Conway? To get, I mean, if Conway I'm gonna tell you how. I, I will tell you how. Right. He may drop. He may drop his version of what Benny just dropped. My commercial acceptance. But if that's the case, though, he, he wins. Then if that's the case, he wins because Benny's project was solidified to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Circles. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. And I'm saying, if that's what he wants, that's great. PSA boy style, we you know we want to hear we want to hear ill beats, ill bars, dope rhyming. Well, no, well, That's what I we want to hear. I, I think there's something you said that was very interesting, and I, I want to piggyback on what you said. If the Rome Streets ransom joint would have been on that shady LP, that would have just ah, you feel me? Like you know what I'm saying? Right. I hate to be this, I hate to be this guy, but I, it wouldn't shock me at all that when he, when he drops the shady LP joint that I like the Rome Streets. Ransom Joint more than a Ross feature or a Wayne feature, it wouldn't shock me at all. That's not even, that's not even, a, we're talking two different kind of rhyming, man. Like, come on, we, hip, rhyming is back now. Like, rhyming, rhyming is back. So, right. you know. Right. All right. Um, that's what it is, man. So we're both in agreement. Um, Conway, three and a half mics, you know what I'm saying? We're just keeping it tall up here. How are you doing about talk? So I want to ask you a couple of questions because next topic as well. Do we? No, it's just, we're still on Griselda. Do we have to give a special award to West Side Gun? 
What do you mean? And the award is he has been a prolific person to release albums in the mm-hmm. last five years. And he's okay. been consistent with dropping albums. He drops like five projects a year, three no, projects a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what are we saying about that? Is are we giving him credit for the work ethic, for the way he can A and R, for the way he can he can bring different rappers into a project? But I think it's a multitude of things. Everything you just said, you hit it on the nose. I think it's all those things you said in one gumbo pot with Westside. He's not I don't think he's ever gonna drop a five mic project, he's not gonna always kill you with a five mic verse, but he does have moments I feel. And his air to to beats I think is tremendous. You feel me? When Benny tells the story of how Tanner talk I went I went down and Westside was really behind I mean obviously he's not pinning for Benny, but you dig know what I'm saying? He's yo, I give Gun his pot I give Gun his his uh, he's a visionary man. He's a visionary. I have to give Gun his just do. I like I a lot of what's joints. I, I agree. I, like a lot of joints. I agree, and I also believe that you can make a, a you can make several five mic albums if you take all his albums together and take your best songs. Yes. You can make a couple of just five yeah. mic albums because he has some of the he has some great collaborations working with mm-hmm. a, a variety of artists. So I just wanted to, I mean, minus the slick rig joints, but okay, that's either end or there. Those slick rig songs. Last year, with were, were, were terrible. Uh, you really, song, you really, I, you, 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 yo. So you really wasn't feeling um, Liquor Rick and Buster Moms on the same song on Ocean Park. I like Buster verse minus the Coke talk, but I like the energy that you. Now come on, man. We're gonna wait, listen. We know when Buster gets with the Coke boys, he's gonna do Coke <laughs> talk, and we give it a pass. Come on, man, because we know that's not who Buster really is. So we give right, it a pass. Right. We know um, you better than that, Trevor. Come on, man. You, you didn't like Good Night featuring Slick Rick? You didn't, you didn't like Good no, Night? No, those Slick Rick features were bad. He, got, he had two Slick Rick features that were just bad. I just, we spoke about that. I did not like them drinks at all. What, um, did, you think about, what did you think about the, the Black Door feature? Because, I'm, like, cause, you know, he had Black oh, Door feature. Black, Black Door feature? I did like yeah. that. I did like that, though. I did like that. Well, the one thing, so, so this is another thing I give him credit for. He can get it seems like he can get any artist he wants. And that's not easy. Yeah, he has song with Bun B. He's got a song and, with Bun B already. You know, no, and the reason why I'm gonna say that is because we're about to do an, uh, an an appreciation for an artist mm-hmm. and there was there was the guy who ain't on the project was having problems getting top MCs to come to the yeah. to his album. Yeah. So that's that's why. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's what it is, man. Conway the Machine. Um yeah, man. I, I listen before we wrap it up here and talk about get to the appreciation. I just I'm hoping Conway's project with Shady LP is fire. I'm hoping it's it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because as much as I love Benny, you know what I'm saying? Was I the biggest fan of that Benny Hitmaker project? Not too much. And now as I see you out here tweeting out on Instagram saying Hitmaker is the producer, best producer in the world. Who said that? Wait, 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 wait. Who said that? Who said that? Nas. Nah, I said Hitmaker's the best producer in the world. You mean Hitboy? Hitboy, yeah, Hitboy, yeah. Come on, Nah, shut up, Nah. You sound crazy. He's gonna say that though. But he's got. What did he say? Come on, Nah, you sound crazy. You know why Nah sound crazy? Cause Nah, why you ain't say that after Kanye produced Nah's album? Why you didn't come out and say Kanye is the best producer in the world? He produced the whole album. I can tell you why. 
my nigga, we were the only ones that really talked about that. Nah, it's Kanye. Let's keep it tall, son. We reviewed it. Let's be real. We reviewed it, fam, but didn't really make our list at the end of the year type conversation, you know what I'm saying? No. Nas was supposed to come on, son. It's Nas and Kanye. So Nas and Hit Boy got more praise by the hip hop circles and the social media world watch more than than um and I can make an argument that was cool. All right, let's go here. Was Nas project with Kanye better than the King's Disease? I know the master's gonna say no because he's getting a Grammy talk and all this here nomination. Pardon me, but was it? I want to I want to revisit that. I need to revisit Kanye. And Nas out. I really want to revisit that much. Really want to revisit that project. But yeah, what's Nas gonna say? He has to say that though, man. Come on, get a Grammy. He might get a Grammy this year, but neither here or there. Um, appreciation time, sir. We're going to the boogie down Bronx. We X, be next, all that good talk. R.I.P. Fred the Godson, the home of good Fat Joe, Karen Swan, Showbiz AG, yada yada yada. Um, I say. Capital, I say big pun, pardon me. You say what, my G? Punish is ready. Prodigy Deck and me QB, the Bronx Trilogy. Yeah. That's like that pun on, on RZA production with Prodigy and Inspector J. Two of my favorite rappers of the 90s. And the fact that pun put those two in particular on that album meant the world to me. It meant everything to me. That in 1998, he was like, this is who I want on the album. I want Prodigy, which was an, which was an acknowledgement of how ill an MC Prodigy was. And I want Deck, which was an acknowledgement. You cannot say, I listen to the Woo and I love the Woo and not be a fan of Deck. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Y'all can't big boy rebel INS. Y'all trying, y'all can't do it. Yeah, Big Pun, one of the greatest, one of the greatest rappers of all time, in my opinion. He had a short run, but his short yes. run was very, very impactful because it was a, it was, it was. Okay, let me just say this so people can understand this. Me and you come from the, we come from the Kane, Rakim, KRS cloth of MCing, right? Yes. Where we where, where hear an MC, and his rapping ability alone amazes us, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Pun was. Pun was another version of that kind of hip-hop, of all-time great lyricism. That's what Pun was to me. I put mm-hmm. Pun in that same category of lyricism. Like, yes. when I hear him rap, my mind is being blown. Like, I'm hearing five-mic lyricism that is just uncanny. Let me, let me go ahead real quick. Is Pun... Okay. When we look at the Bronx rappers, right? Lord Tariq, Peter Guns, you want to go in there and all that. Um, am I right for saying Karis one then pun number two? Out of Absolutely. Come out of the DX? Uh, um, okay, so yes, I'm going to say that. If you do like a whole historical context, you literally can't yeah. talk Bronx hip hop without Kaz and Melly Mel. It's like you're going to be playing okay. yourself. Because right. you're literally right. But I'm right. just saying in terms of if you just want to say the greatest, let's see, yes, I would put pun number two after KRS-One. 
Club. And by the way, Pun has songs with Cabris One, just just in case right. people didn't know that. They have songs <laughs> together. Okay. Right. Um, Big Pun comes from the Kane Kooji rap uh, era of hip hop. G rap, especially. You could tell G rap. Listen, listen, we have a Kooji rap appreciation, man. But you ask Pun and Nas about G rap and all and that. Black Thought, and Black Thought, and Black Thought, and Black Thought. You know, is, is Pun is, is Pun really the the the, the birth of, of, of G Rap? Like that's his father, in a sense, on flow and wordplay. And Pun, Pun, when he first met G Rap, Fat Joe tells the story all the time. Pun got down on his hands and knees and bowed to him. That's how he felt about G Rap. This is the same G Rap that Hope said, "Hearing me rhyme is like G Rap in his prime." I mean. G-Rap never had the accolades, he never got the, the sales, he never had the commercial whatever, but to MCs who know he was a, he he was as influential as Slick Rick, by far equally as influential. So he just never he just never had the commercial breakout stardom, but MCs who rap idolized him. Pun come from that cloth, and let me say Pun was just he was that kind of MC. He was yeah. a pure. First of all, I give Pun hip hop historian props too. I think Pun is a hip hop head to the core. Okay, so so hold on, we're putting Pun there with the with the fat shows of the world, the Norries of the world, Busters of the world. When it comes to hip hop historian talk, the LeBron James. I, I, I'm not. I'm not giving. I, I do not give Nori hip hop historian props. So I'm going to be very clear when I say a hip hop historian talking hip hop. He's not putting Norby in that category, okay? Um, I put Pun as a uh, – Pun was a fan of hip-hop, the way Fat Joe, the way Eminem was. They were unapologetic, and they loved hip-hop. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When Pun says stuff like, even Heather B couldn't make me put my ox down. Uh, everything to me. Yeah. You stop it. If you ain't talking about Thin Man, forget You don't listen to hip-hop. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this: What do you think is going through um, your boy's mind when he first hears um, playing for the first time? Talking about Joey Clack. Uh, you know, you always tell the story. His mom was blown. He couldn't believe it. His name was uh, his, his name was Moon Dog. Moon Dog. You know, big Moon Dog from Fuller Club yeah. Crew. He's the nicest dude in his crew. You know, that was the era. You know, where people be in your hood and be like, yo, who the nicest dude out here? And everybody be like, that dude is the nicest dude. Yep. And, it, and that dude really be the nicest dude. Like, when you go to any hood and everybody in the hood be like, yo, that's the nicest, illest dude out here, that that really is the nicest, illest dude out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and his mom was blown. And, and I can understand why his mom was blown, because he he had an MC, like, like I said, we come from the, the Kane, Rakim, KRS cloth, Coogee Bat mm-hmm. cloth of MCing. Pun, pun hit me the same way with the way he rapped. I felt yeah, man. like, man, I'm listening to this ill, ill MC. Yeah, man. When, do you remember the first time you heard Pun? Okay, let's, let's go here. The very first time we heard Pun on the track. Firewater. Good Lord. And the feet and, and and the other MCs on there was a star-studded lineup. Was not Ray Kwan on that joint. Joey Clark yeah. was what? Was Ray on? Was Ray on that joint also? I believe. I, I just know Ray and Fat Joe, and I know yeah. that uh, 
Pun was Pun on there, and I was like, that. and I was like, who is this dude right here? This is unbelievable. Yeah, man, it's a much um, love scene right here, bro. Then, and then, and let me tell you, man, I remember when I first heard you in the killer. Oh, I was like, holy moly. It's, I was not ready for that, man. I was not ready for you. And, and mind you, this is heavy mixtape era stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. deep mixtape. And I'm like, man, this dude is... So I, he was on my radar. When I say he's on my radar, he was on my radar big time. And then when, when, him, and came the, out. when, him, and, when him and Joe did the um, deep cover joint. So before Punk's album right? came out, oh, before... Lord. Before Pun's album came out, Clue came out with a mixtape, and he only played half of Twins. I could not. I was so mad. I was like, yo, why he ain't play the whole song? He did not play the whole song. He only played half of it. And I was, when I say I was a crackhead to hear the rest of Twins, like the full version of Twins. But, but, let, me, but let, me, let me, I'll give you my big Pun story. All right. Me and my man. And a monster driving down 125th Street in Harlem, blasting capital punishment. We are like this every song. Damn, this nigga's nice. Yeah. Like just in like pure hip hop joy at hearing a brand new artist with just just an insane delivery, wordplay, lyricism, humor. He had it all, B. He had it all. Then he had my favorite MCs, Blackfoot, yeah. Prodigy, yeah. mm-hmm. all time great MCs, like all time great MCs. And let's be real, I don't really want to go into the mix and cranes of that song album. I kind of want to save that because at some at some point, you and I are going to review that album. But if we could just talk about it a little bit though, uh, um, can we put this C word next to Capital Punishment? Absolutely. 100%. I'm 100% comfortable. 100% comfortable. And you know what's ill about Pun's album also? He was only going to rap with the nice niggas. You see how we talk about Conway having Rome Streets and then this nigga was not on the album? Pun is like, nah, nigga, I'm going to have Inspector Deck. I'm going to have a Prodigy. I'm going to have a Black Thought. Norway's going to be on here. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is a phenomenal. Hmm? Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes, yeah, be. beware, punish me, dream shatter. Oh my God, son, this project was phenomenal, man. Phenomenal, man. I always say I'm the first Latin. I'm the first um, Latin rapper to battle your soul. The battle. Oh my God, man, to battle your soul. That nigga is just—he's one of the nicest to ever um, grace a mic. I thought lyrically, um, we could talk about Biggie Pun, you know, I mean, Nas. Big and hove, but I got pun right there with those brothers, man. No The way we told people Big L was right there with Biggie, Jay Z, and Oz, Big yeah. Pun, absolutely right there with him. You see, sometimes rappers get the opportunity to to make it, and you can really see their full potential get unlocked. And then sometimes when they're on the verge of unlocking their full potential, you don't see it. But me and you know. If the rapper got it or not, Big L absolutely had it and was about to go on a different level with it. If he had lived and got that rock alley oop, 
and Big Pun had already proven it. Like, let me be clear. Before Big Pun died, Big Pun had done it. He had already done enough. Like, yep. 98, 99, yeah. Big Pun was on everything. He was on everything. Oh, so not no, only did his album come up, he was... Can we say he was he was one of the MVPs? If someone told you Pun was the MVP in 98, you say what? I would say you can absolutely make that case. Now, the reason why people would be thrown off because they'll immediately run to DMX because of DMX's sales, and he dropped two albums, and DMX Ooh, yeah, yeah, dropped yeah. the number one album, so yeah. people would be like, yo, you bugging this DMX, but, I'm, but I, this is how I'll, I'll rebuttal that. I was like, hold up, man. Come on. I would say this, though. I like Capital Punishment more than DMX second album. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, by far too. Okay. So let me tell you a quick story about Capital Punishment. Capital Punishment, y'all always talk about the purple tape. Well, if y'all was outside for real and y'all got it on tape, you got a, you got a <laughs> cigarette carton. Because Capital Punishment was in a yellow Back. cigarette carton. That's tape deck life. So all you, all you faking Jack's fun, yeah, I got puns out more vinyl. You're right. You ordered it, you got it. But if he was really outside, you had that joint on cassette, and it came in a milk, a cigarette box carton. But um, Pun was rapping with everybody. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think Nas, Hove, Redman, Cannabis, P, all the locks, all these brothers think? And let's be real, Pun's verse on Bad from TV. Listen, we talk about Nature's verse all the time. Pun didn't drop a fire verse on there? Oh, uh, Pun. Fire verse. You can, you, if you listen, you know it's between to me it's between him and nature. Nature sets it off, yeah. but then pun. I thought pun yeah. comes in and just elevates the song, like elevates it, like makes it even. You know, am I just a ninety-eight pun? People forget pun in ninety-eight. He was on songs for Eight Ball and MJG and Heavy D. Everybody yeah. wanted him. He was like the most in-demand rapper you could think of. Yeah. Everybody yep. wanted him. So I'm saying you can make a case that he was MVP because he was – everybody who rapped wanted a verse from Pun because they respected him. This ain't no made-up – we're not making up like, oh, he died and now we got to give him his flowers. No, when Pun was alive, it was known. It was established. Right. This one of the illest MCs we ever heard in our life. Off of Capital yeah. Punishment alone. Yeah. If we talk about sales talk. Joe Crack know the vibes already. Joe Crack know that, yo, this nigga just sold way more. This nigga came out the gate and sold more records than me. And I had, like, what, two, three records already, two, out, two three albums already in circulation. And listen. For a fun album about Capital Punishment. And listen, my favorite pun out, my favorite Fat Joe album is Don Cartagena. And that's the album that pun was all over that album. Yes. Yeah. Pun was all over. Remember, in 1998, pun and Fat Joe stayed in the studio together. That was the right. team. That was over to the studio. So, Pun comes out with Capital Punishment. Joe comes out with Don Cartagena. Then, yep. you know, they did the Terror Squad album. Man, Pun, I'm telling you, while Pun was alive, that 98-99 until he passed run, that was a that was a deeply, deeply impactful run for me. Mm-hmm. Like, people thinking you got to be five years, ten years. Nah, not in hip-hop. Pun's run yeah. while he was alive? Yeah. Established that he's an all-time great. It's established for me. It's established. Let me ask you a question. And, uh, and one day, you know, and the reason I'm gonna say I'm gonna review this album because I don't think people really talk about this album a lot. But and then to be honest, why I haven't played this album also in a long time. Now, when I copped this album, it gave me the capital punishment vibes. I can't say it did, 
But yeah, baby, back in 2000, where would you rank that, though? Well, Pun had already died. Right, I bought it facts. the second it came out. Facts. That the was a can, can we say, we, me and you always love talking about the second album, like anticipation for the second album, the Nas, second album, Snoop, second album, and all that. Yo, Pun was up there, too, for anticipation for a second album. Well, listen, I will say for me personally, absolutely. And let me just say something. On the Yeah Baby album, Pun has songs that give me the Holy Spirit in church. <laughs> this song, this yeah. song with Sunkiss. I thought Pun spit. When Pun starts rapping, I, I, I my, my soul leaves my body. That's how that's how amazing Pun's rapping was on that song. Remember, Pun did that album, completed it before he died. That was the album that was going to come out, whether he lived or died. That was right. the album. It wasn't like he. It was it was a complete finished album, you know. So it I wasn't like, like they like had. The, to... <laughs> I did like the MOP joint though. That was my shit though. Yeah, New York Giants. And boy, again, pun respecting MOP. Another group who just, people don't understand. Like, put it, MOP gets group love the way people love Coochie Rap. It's the same thing. They may not get the mainstream commercial, but to rappers who know, you got to respect You got to respect MOP. Um, but yeah, so let me tell you, another thing that makes Yeah Baby have classic moments is because it introduced us to 18-year-old reminisce Remy Ma. Yes, wow. I played coming to jail suit with the old beef and broccoli. Yo, I played that shit. Sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. You said her name. I'm glad you went there. What do we think about Pat Poole's retiring? Um, it bothers me because you know, he's just he, we 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 the the rapping is back in hip hop. The spit is right, back. Exactly, like Pat. What are you talking about, son? The, the rappers are back. The spit is back. You know, and he be outside with the rest of these and, and, and but here's the thing: he he has been outside. He has been outside. So I don't know what. Well, for some is, reason, but I, I gotta be real though. It, as much as I love Pat Poos, I don't feel he's getting that ransom love like a nigga that's been here for a long time and came back came back outside and really flourishing. I don't either, but I feel that his, I feel his transition to reality star w- with black love. So, dude, dude already had three kids, man. So I'm not, I'm never going to say fatherhood. Okay. He already had three kids. He already had three kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm never going to be like, Oh, I'm picking that. I got a kid with her. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really a father. I'm, I'm not going there. I'm just saying in terms of the, the way he's perceived, you know, basically, you know, how Joe Budden is known as, you know, a lot of Joe Budden's fans know him from reality TV. That's how they know him. You know what I'm saying? And Papoose and Remy have this black love thing going on, and it's been very lucrative for them. It's been very lucrative. I just don't want Pap to stop rapping because rapping is here, man. Nobody's going to, like, you know. Clearly, you don't need the money. So here's the thing. If you're not rapping no more, that means you're losing the love for it. That's the only thing I can think of. So I don't know what to say about that, man. That, that's something. And listen, when we do our 2000 appreciation for the decade of the 2000s, how I really yeah. feel about Pap's impact on hip-hop and that them three years he was out here, 
is going to be made fully, fully aware to everybody. That's what we're talking about, it, King. That's what we're talking about. Um, so, and I think when we did a '90s top 50 rappers of the '90s, I don't remember what we had pun, but if memory serves me, we did we did have him high though. I think pun did crack out somewhere high. I know he made a list somewhere high though, and stuff like that, man. You know what I mean? Um. What would you remember about Pun? What was what's Pun's? Listen, his son. He left his son with us. Chris Rivers is done nice. I think you and I have we, we talked about his, his son you know, a couple of times on his show here. You know what I'm saying about him? His son being a dope rapper and everything like that. Um, where do you put Pun in though? In, in, in your favorite MCs of all time, this though? I'll put Pun high. Because his his work sounds, if I listen to it today, so for example, if you listen to Dream Shatterer with the original beat, or if you listen to Beware right now, I will put it against anything written by any rapper of the last five years and dare somebody to say it's not lyrically smashing it. I mean, it's it's that level. When When his lyricism, not only does it not age, It's just it's it's put it this way. It's why Joel Ortiz worships Big Pun as a Hispanic rapper, yeah, as yeah. a Latin rapper. Um, I mean, people forget this dude was doing songs with J Lo. Like Pun's run was historic. Mm-hmm. I'm put it this way. I'll, I'll give y'all an even better story. Pun was treated after that first album. Loud treated him like they treated Wu. They, yeah, they, they, they treated should. him like that. They treated yeah, him they like a super superstar. They indulged his every whim. They did everything they wanted for him. They if he didn't want to if he didn't want to walk, they would put they wouldn't he wouldn't have to walk like pun. They treated him like the platinum superstar that he was. You know what I'm saying? And pun really. When it came to the jewels, did Pun not have jewels? Did Pun not yes, rock the shine? Did he not have that TS piece? Did he not have the biggest TS piece? Like, come Listen, on, man. Pun was that jewel, man. Pun, as big as he was and everything like that, I don't think he let that stop him having fun. I don't know what demons he was fighting and stuff like that. I don't know what he had inside, but the way he's portrayed to me, he lived a fun life. You know what I mean? No, and, listen, and, and I hate the fact he passed away. I hate the way he passed away with, with, with complications of um the complications he had, I should say was. I hate that. I I I agree and, and I will say this, there's controversy to Pun's life, the way he he dealt with his baby mother. It's only yeah. fair that we acknowledge yeah. that. I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. accept it. He had you know, if you listen to Chris Rivers talk, you mm-hmm. listen to his wife talk, Pun had demons. Like you said, Pun had demons, yeah. man. So mm-hmm. um, Yeah, man. Highlight like, man. R.I.P. Big Pun, man. Twenty-one years today, I believe, is this passing, man. And it was like, yo, I remember exactly where I was at when Pun passed away, and it was like, damn, son. You know what I mean? Like we got robbed of more albums, more verses, more features. A Pun Eminem feature, I would love, I would have lived for that. I would have loved to hear that, man. You know what I mean? Love to hear Pun, man. So, you know what I mean? Like Fat Joe said, I must have got Pun's line book, man, because boy. Pun on Lean Back, that would have been very interesting to have Pun's verse on Lean Back. You know what Let's I'm saying? Let's be clear. The Terror, the Terror Squad died once Pun died. 
Yeah, it fell apart. Let's be real. It fell apart. It fell apart, man. It fell apart. Without him there, he was the straw that stirred the camel. Without him there, without the person, it it, it could not work. Because remember, Cuban links is his man. That's his homie. Cuban links is around. If Pun is around, we would have got a Cuban links album. Cuban links would have been, we just would have been knowing about him. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot changed with the death of Pun. The whole, as far as I'm concerned, that whole Terror Squad movement just it wasn't there no more. It disintegrated. It really disintegrated like bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna hold you. Man. So, R.I.P. Big Pun, man. This is a big pun. Appreciation, man. Take us home, my G. PSA Hip Hop, the home of Derrick Rose, new member Rose. of the New York Knicks. Not yet. Not yet. Soon, obviously. I mean, Tibbs is gonna make it happen probably. Yo, listen, man. Shout, I gotta give a shout out to Tibbs right now with losing by one point right now to the Miami Heat and stuff like that, but I'm proud of where my team is at right now. i said this numerous times on this show, NBA Talk, that the Knicks never, we've never had a youth movement. Not saying it's going to win championships right off the back, but let's build some type of continuity. Let's stop going for the quick fixes, the Omari Stoudemire's and Bumbies, and giving people mad big contracts. Like, I didn't want Gordon Haywood to get a big – I mean, I didn't want to sign Gordon Haywood because that what he was looking for. Like, Knicks, you cannot play himself, but – I like what my squad is doing, man. I like what my Julius Randle is a rookie, is a all star, and my man RJ Barrett, man. Listen, eighteen and six a game, I would take that, and I run with it. Emmanuel, can, quickly, you, can, can you give the, the 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 NBA guys who like hearing us talk NBA? Can you mm-hmm. tell them what you thought about uh, Steph Curry's fifty-seven points performance Christ. in the loss? Yeah, that that's the stuff is just. I remember earlier in the year, people were saying Steph fell off. <laughs> I remember that. You just like Steph fell off? Yeah, I fell off what? Are you kidding me? Steph has a stuck, six, Steph has a sixty point, a sixty-two point game, and now a fifty-seven point game. He was shooting from the logo, and he shot it like it was a free throw. I mean, this man has changed the game. He did. He, did. he changed the game, man. He did. He did. He did. That makes him. That makes him a uh, – what does that make him, a, rev- a he, he revolutionized the game? Or, I mean, come on. Trailblazer. Kind of yeah. Yeah, he did that. You know what I mean? Definitely, man. Definitely. What do you think about your Brooklyn Nets? What about KD not playing other night? So, I lost some footy, right? Yeah, yeah. These COVID protocols are I – I just don't understand them. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I don't understand them. And, you know, now Kyrie has an inflamed finger, so he didn't play. So basically, the New Jersey Nets are going to try to cruise control it to the playoffs. They don't care where they're seated. And then hopefully make their run. Are you concerned about that? Is that good? Yes, I am. I don't believe believe in that. You You know, I don't believe in that at all. I thought that destroyed the L.A. Clippers last year. I thought it destroyed them. Because if you notice, you notice Kawhi's playing all the games now. Him and, him and Paul George is playing all the games. You notice that, right? right, right. They, they're not playing that. Okay, you off, now I'm off. You off, I'm off. We'll never practice together. And, and, and then it just imploded in the playoffs. But, you know, I just need a healthy Brooklyn Nets team to get in there because I know you are a big believer in Doc Rivers and um, the Philly 76ers. So 
I don't know if I'm a big believer, but I have to, you know, listen, Shirley's looking good right now. Joel Embiid is, Andrew Butler kicking ass right now, about a stretch or whatever. Um, Andrew Butler. Yeah, but I'm a strong believer. I like Philly. I don't know if they'll be Brooklyn, though, but, you know, I like what Philly's doing. I like that Seth. I tell you, that Seth Curry pickup I thought was big. You need shooters in this league, man. You ain't got no shooters. You can't make no moves. If and you listen, need shooters, if, if you need shooters in the league, tell me how Ben Simmons helps you in the playoffs when the game's close. Because the game turns into a half-court game, and Ben Simmons is more of a – You're right, though, because you know what, though? You kind of – I've seen Ben work on a post-game, though. I've seen him back down some plays and try to shit a little 12 foot and everything like that, a little, you know, to the basketball. You know? Okay, okay man. With, with Ben, with Ben, he's better on, on a on a uh, fast break. You feel me? He can spin on you. He can drive on you with his height and everything like that. He can shoot over you, get you a little floater. You know what I mean? You can do that. But in the, when the game slows down is when you get concerned about Ben Simmons, though. Okay. I think he's a liability without him being able to shoot. And I think Philly's going to give this one more year with him, and then they're going to be through. They're going to be through. They got Seth Curry, man. Tobias Harris. Yo, I feel bad for that dude. What's his name? Christian Wood. That played for the Rockets. That got hurt the other day. I hate to see that. I hate, I hate to see I, that. I hate seeing I hate, I hate players get hurt. Especially, listen, Markel Fultz. That really hurt me, man. My man Markel Fultz was going to prove to you. He was going to show you why he was deserved that number one pick. I, I, felt, he was, I, I, I felt. No, no, no. I felt. I felt he was coming into his own, and he was going to show. And by the way, I need you to put some. I need you to put some respect on Lamelo Ball's name. He dropped a career high. I want you to now acknowledge he's better than Esco. <laughs> I think he's better at school, man. Lamelo Ball is balling, son. He and is yo. Michael like I told everybody, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan finally got it right. He like I told right everybody, there. like I told everybody, start Terry Rozier and Lamelo. People were like, oh, but Terry Rozier going to go to the bench. I said, no, 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 no. Terry Rozier does not go to the bench. You start both of them. When this Terry man, too. Listen, I'm a big fan of Lamelo. I already told you. I already told you what I thought about him, right? Trey Young, six eight version. That's what I told you, oh, and I'm staying on it. Six eight version of who? Ice Trey. <laughs> We're bugging with that. No, you, you're, you're not watching it. You can shoot from where I Ice Trey. I'm not giving Ice Trey vibes there. And that. then he, and then well, he's really big. Like I watch him gorilla bulldog points. Like, give me that. Give me that rebound. Was it a pass to Malik Monk, I think it was? The back pass. He dunked that shit. I was like, damn, his court vision is dope, man. No, that was Miles Bridges, the best dunker in the NBA. Miles Bridges, the best dunker in the NBA. Do you agree with me? Uh, 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 Come on, man. uh, You you have no counter. Where's the rebuttal? Who's a better dunker in the NBA right now than Miles Bridges? So I, I gotta, I gotta watch the tapes again. I gotta watch okay, because you see, it. man, he be yamming them when he. I mean, come on, vicious intent, man. This guy's throwing it down like Baby Jordan, how minor. How minor? 
right, man. That's that's enough for today, man. This man's a Harold Miner, baby joy. Okay. We out of here, man. Peace and hip hop, man. She went three or five. I know the vibes. What?